When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Harry Shearer, and you are listening to TV Confidential, a radio show about television. The government is normalizing fascism. Ed Roberts, you're welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television. Very happy to welcome award-winning actor and voice artist Stuart Pankin. Stuart Pankin, pretty much the definition of a working actor with more than 300 film and TV credits to his name, including, most notably, HBO's Not Necessarily the News, for which Stu won his Cable Ace Award, as well as Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, The Hollywood Nights, Mannequin 2, the IMAX movie Misadventures in 3D, The San Pedro Beach Bums, a show that only lasted three months on ABC, but from which Stu got a lot of other work. We'll tell you about that in just a second, and the voice of Earl Sinclair on the Emmy Award-winning animated sitcom Dinosaurs. Though we often think of Stuart Pankin for his comedic roles, he also has a host of dramatic parts among his credits, including Michael Douglas's best friend in Fatal Attraction. Stu will soon be seen in Deep in the Forest, Deep in the Forest, a political thriller written, produced, and directed by Jeremy Lanny that becomes available for streaming on demand Tuesday, May 31st. Stuart Pankin, welcome to Deep Confidential. Jeez, if I'd known I'd done all that, I'd ask for more money. You know, everybody says that to me, but it's like I, I like to give our listeners a little mini capsule history of the guest to show that, that way, A, because it sets, it, it sets up the conversation, or if I do this correctly, it sets up the conversation, but... A lot of times you think of Stuart Pankin, okay, as the voice of Earl on Dinosaurs, but I like to remind our listeners that you've done a lot more than that. It's just one chapter. It's 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 a chapter that is that has led to other things and has served you well, but it's just one chapter in your life. Yeah, thank you. What can you tell us about Deep in the Forest? I mean, what attracted you to the movie? It's really none of your business. Okay, thank you very much. Deep in the Forest, indeed a political thriller, I, I work with the director, Jeremy Lanny. He's done m- many short films, you know, even award-nominated short films. Uh, and this is his first foray into, into a feature-length film, which he wrote and he directed. Uh, so th- that's what got me into it. Uh, Peter Jason, who was also one of the stars of Deep in the Forest, is a dear friend, and he, he got me involved with Jeremy. So we've done any number of projects with him, and that's how I got involved with Deep in the Forest. And that's a short answer to a long question. Well, based on what I've seen from the trailer, Deep in the Forest looks like a dark film, both in terms of subject matter as as well as aesthetically. I mean, it's you can't judge a full-length movie but from what you see in a, in a two-minute trailer. But for, from what I saw of the trailer, it's, it's lit darkly because there's some infighting going on within the, the characters. Uh, stylistically, it looks very claustrophobic. I mean, does, am, I, am I reading too much into that, or, or is that part of what's going on in the movie? Well, it, for, it is it is dark if you're considering. I mean, the subject matter has to do with fascism and freedom and escape. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's 
cinematically, I, I don't know. I wouldn't have said that claustrophobic. Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the um, important plot elements is that a group of people are are sequestered together, and an interesting thing besides the politics is the is the interaction with those characters and the dynamics of those characters, the infighting, the the the, the, the friendships. Um, yeah, so in that sense, it takes place in a in a limited area. I mean, but the camera goes outside occasionally and cuts back and forth. So yeah, I guess uh, claustrophobic might be a little strong, but it is it is a contained uh, environment. Well, it certainly it it certainly creates the impression that this is very much a character piece that we're going to see when Deep in the Forest becomes released uh, on all major streaming platforms on Tuesday. May 31st, and I would imagine, I mean, I'm not an actor, I just talked to Stu Pankin on the radio, but uh, I, I, I would imagine any chance you have as an actor to lose yourself in a character um, where you're not just relying on gimmicks, you're not relying on your ability to take a pie in the face or do a pratfall, but your, your ability to lose yourself in a, cre- in, in a character and depict the, uh, the nature of the dramatic situation, I think that's very attractive, wouldn't you say? It, it is. Well, for, for somebody like myself who's done, you know, mostly uh, known for comedy, except when I did theater back east, I did a lot of dramatic stuff. Mm-hmm. Here, you know, you do comedy once, they cast you as comedy, which is fine, which is fine. But that's why Deep in the Forest was kind of fun, because you got to explore a much more dramatic, different rhythm of uh, of yourself as an actor and of the character. So yeah, you're absolutely right. It is a, it is attractive <clears throat> and it's um I don't know, it's kind of fun to go to work be, to explore the different the different aspects of yourself as an actor. Stuart Pankin is on the line with us. Stuart Pankin, the actor known around the world as the voice of Earl Sinclair on Dinosaur. Stu plays a retired professor of European history in Deep in the Forest, Deep in the Forest, political thriller about a group of progressives who seek refuge at a remote ski lodge after a civil war breaks out between the American right and the American left, only to find themselves facing hard moral choices as they battle danger from the outside and amongst themselves. Deep in the Forest... Well, now you ruined it for me. I never... I... <laughs> Deep in the Forest becomes available all major streaming platforms beginning Tuesday, May 31st. You mentioned you're a theater actor. A lot of, most people don't know that. I didn't know, to be honest with you, I didn't know that until I did a deep dive into Stu Pankinness. But what, in general, what do you look for when you consider a part? I mean, do you look, do, do you look for the character? Do you look for the writing? Sometimes is it the people involved? Because you mentioned that you knew. You knew the director, you knew the filmmaker in this case, right. in, in the case of uh, Deep in the Forest. What do you look for when you, when you consider a part? Well, first of all, any part that's offered to an actor is, is a positive thing. As a, as a friend of mine once said, the orgasm comes when you get the part. Yeah. It's downhill. <laughs> in New York, when, you were, when I was acting in, in theater, it doesn't matter. You sometimes showed up at the, uh, at the first reading and not knowing what the play's about. But you took the part. In California, I've turned down a few things that have been, oh, I don't know, off-color or, or that kind of thing. But I, I re- there's really anything that, that's that offensive that I wouldn't, I wouldn't play. Um, I wouldn't do a cigarette commercial, you know, I mean, stuff like that. I, would, I just wouldn't do that. 
But as far as what I look for in a part is if I can do it, if it's in my wheelhouse. Um, you like to be offered different things, and uh, and you certainly look for that. But basically, you know, when you when you go for a job and you get a job, it's um, it's tough out there. There's 95 percent unemployment in Screen Actors Guild, and of the five percent that are working, very few uh, make a living, make a living wage. So when you get a part, you 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 don't look too hard unless it's offensive or harmful. So uh, and. You know, I mean, the money is, 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 is part of it, but all actors like to work. I mean, we're, as my friend Bob Stewart, the great Bob Stewart, uh, television producer, mm-hmm. game show person, said, mm-hmm. you know, actors are some of the only people who, who enjoy and try to work for free. And that's true. I mean, with showcases and, you know, off-Broadway, off off-off-Broadway. So actors want to work. So when the, when the part comes, unless it's just, you know, unless you, hey, like, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I do Saw, or one of those horror horror movies. I'm, I'm nodding my head. Yes, I, I, I'm with yeah. you on that. I mean, I don't. I don't think I do that uh, because it's just a little bit offensive to me, and, and I don't want to watch it. I don't want to see it. And, but beyond that, I mean, if, as long as it's 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 decent, and uh, I'm not saying it has to be PG rated. I, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not approved. But I wouldn't do anything violent or or, or that kind of horror related thing. But I would do, um, you know, if anybody's out there listening, I'll do anything. So, you know, just give me a call. Yes, he'll do, uh, Stu Pankin will do anything. The fact that he's doing this show is, is, is an illustration of that. Uh, Stu Pankin plays a, a retired professor of European history in the political thriller Deep in the Forest, Deep in the Forest, a movie that is both futuristic or semi-futuristic and that is set in the not-too-distant future, but also contemporary in that it speaks to a lot of the uh, discourse that's going on right now. So it's a movie that uh, it's a thriller it'll, and, and entertains, but also has something to say. Deep in the Forest becomes available all major streaming platforms beginning Tuesday, May 31st. Are you on social media, Stu? Uh, I'm on Facebook. My, my children and my, my niece and nephew forced me to, to, to go onto Twitter and stuff, and they made me go onto Facebook, which I am, but mostly Facebook. Okay, if you want to, if, if you want to follow Stu, uh, Stuart Penkin on social media, you can follow him on Facebook. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, this kind of touches on something we've been talking about. I like to ask this question with people such as yourself who have shown a proclivity for going back and forth between drama and comedy throughout your career. Some of our best dramatic actors, in my opinion, are either comedians or actors such as yourself who have experience with sketch comedy. What are your thoughts on that? I I agree with you. There are any number of wonderful uh, comics or comic-known actors uh, who have done you know some great dramatic stuff. You know, going back to Jackie Gleason and uh, and Robin Williams and uh, there's a there's a lot of now I I haven't done a lot of professional sketch comedy, so um, I mean not excuse me I I have I I, I H- uh, well uh, I I would consider not necessarily the uh, the news a form of sketch comedy. 
Yes, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm correcting myself. Not the news was indeed the sketch comedy. I thought I, I, you said sketch comedy. I heard improv, and I never did any kind of professional improv. But sketch comedy, yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, even, look. Uh, I think actors can do anything. People say, what's the difference between comedy and drama? I mean, th- there really isn't that much. You look at the script. You try to find out what the heart of the character is, and and you do it. I, I I'm pleased that that the Lord above gave me the ability to find things funny in 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 certain things um, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at that and uh, I you know I've made a living doing doing comedy for a lot of years but like I said before doing drama is uh, is a treat once in a while if it ever happens Stu Pankin is on the line with us. Stu Pankin, the voice of Earl Sinclair on Dinosaurs, Cable Ace Award-winning star of HBO's Not Necessarily the News, and one of the busiest character actors and busiest voice artists in the industry. Today, Stu's latest film, the political thriller Deep in the Forest, becomes available all major streaming platforms beginning Tuesday, May 31st. When did you first realize, Stu, that you have a gift for creating other voices? Voices. Voices. Um, well, you know, as you go through life as an actor, you're always imitating. So I'm not. An, I'm not a. Uh, um, what's the word? Uh, Impressionist. Yeah, yeah. I don't not. I don't do impression. But you just do voices, and and I've done a you know a bunch of cartoon things. There are guys that are really great. I mean, they're professionals. They do they do cartoons. You know, all over the place. But as an actor, you got to come up with voices, et cetera, you know, for, for the various parts. So you kind of, when you walk into the audition, you have to be confident that uh, that you can do it. Like I said, guys that, that do it professionally, you know, day in and day out, I don't do that. Uh, but Dinosaurs was a, was a wonderful uh, opportunity to, uh, to get into the voiceover world. I think you're being very modest, Stu, because you've done a lot of other voice work besides Dinosaurs. And... Uh, you wouldn't be hired to do voice work to the extent you have if you weren't good at it. Well, thank you very much. How lo- about how long does it take for you to get a voice down before you feel ready to perform it? Well, Dinosaurs, I auditioned once, and, uh, and which was not every actor in Los Angeles auditioned for Dinosaurs because voiceover work is great, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you can show up in your underwear and, and, and you know, just do the job. The pilot for Dinosaurs took two full eight-hour days to, to do it. And then eventually each of, our, each of the characters went into the booth and, uh, and did the, a show a day. Uh, you know, I, it came up with it pretty quick, uh, the voice for, for, for Dinosaurs. I, there was a guy named Davey Burns, who you're too young to remember. He sang a, he sang a, a song in a movie, Oh, the time has come for pardon. <laughs> so I kind of used that as a basis for Earl. And when I went into the audition, that, that's, you know, I, I don't sit in the room and, and, and try different voices. Uh, I, I, I get something in my head, and I, and I go for it and hope for the best. I understand that because of the technology involved with dinosaurs in particular, it was not a case where um, you and the other actors sat in a circle or in the same booth riffing off each other. I mean, you're... You, for one reason or another, you did it. You did your parts, and then the other actors would do their parts, and then it was all cut together in post-production. I would imagine the actor and you, if, if, if possible, would prefer having other actors to play off of because I would think that would enrich your performance as a voice artist. 
Absolutely. It was a, you know, it was a problem. Well, first of all, when the show started, we sat around the table and read the script. That didn't last long because they realized you don't have to do that. And the thing about dinosaurs, we had the animatronic puppets and the Henson puppeteers did a scratch track, uh, you know, to, for, for the dialogue. My guy, his name was Mac Wilson. He's a little English guy, talk like this, you know, and he was, you know, honey, I'm home. And uh, obviously they didn't want to use that, which is fine. But we're, we had to match the movements of the mouth uh, of the puppeteers to, to the voices that, that became Earl and, and, and Fran and Charlotte and all those things. So, that, so we couldn't do that together. We all had to look at the look at the footage, you know, and count down to when the mouth started moving, and do our di- replacement dialogue. So yeah, but as an actor, when you do cartoons, uh, you sit around the room and a bunch of people do the voices first, and then the car- then the the animators animate to the voices. And dinosaurs, it's just the opposite. You know, the the uh, the movement came first, and then the the voiceover people had to replace the dialogue. So yeah, it was. Um, it was a little frustrating because you you're you're relegated to the to the movements of the mouth so that you can't be as creative as you'd like to be but it wasn't bad i mean we all we all learned from each other the the henson puppeteers learned from the stuff that i was doing i learned from the stuff that the henson puppeteers were doing so it turned out it turned out fine it it, it became a, a kind of a a rhythm, a dance, uh, uh, every every week that we when we went in. So you know that, but that is the big difference between, you know, like acting with people and acting with a with a monitor. Stu Pankin is on the line with us. Stu Pankin, the voice of Earl Sinclair on Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs now available on Apple TV. Stu's latest movie, Deep in the Forest, becomes available on all streaming platforms beginning Tuesday, May 31st. Talk some more, Stu, after this quick timeout here on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.